following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. This is Casey's Take on Sports with your host, Casey Patrick, sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange. Now, a man who always has a take, Casey Patrick. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Uh, This week, we're going to go over the Super Bowl again. Uh, I I know we talked about it last week, but everybody's going to talk about it. Super Bowl coming up, so just bear with me. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl because I want to. Uh, after that, we're going to talk about Brian Flores. He's suing the NFL. Uh, just go over a few things happening right there. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the Jaguars and the Texans. Uh, they're, they're hiring. They, they have hired some coaches, some assistant coaches. And, of course, with them being in the Titans uh, division, uh, we kind of want to keep up with those guys. And then, of course, we're going to end it with some high school sports. Y'all already know the deal. But let's get, get on into the uh, first take. So, uh, basically, every channel right now in America um, is is probably talking about the upcoming Super Bowl, uh, and with good reason. It is the biggest sporting event, at least in the Western Hemisphere, every year. So, I mean, I'm going to talk about it. I'm excited for the game. I, I'm I'm ready to see it, and and I like I like the Super Bowl every year just because it's usually a pretty good opportunity to, you know, you get to hang out with some friends, maybe see some people you haven't seen before, get a, you know, get a group of uh, friends together and, um, you know, just hopefully watch a good football game. So uh, I, I'm excited for it. I, I really, I really think, um, I mean, it's, it's basically um, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase versus the Rams, right? I mean, that's how everybody kind of views this. Um, I think, I, I really do think the Rams are going to win. Uh, I think they've just got way too much power and explosiveness up front. But what I'm really excited for, what I really want to see, it, Joe Burrow has created this almost uh, cult-like or fiction-type character, right, where he's he's unstoppable. It's it's Joey it's Joey, uh, Joe Shiesty, uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Uh, that, you know, they got all the weird nicknames for him. Everybody was rooting for him last week because nobody wanted to uh, watch Patrick Mahomes' brother twerk at the Super Bowl. I know that was the big deal. Um, and, and and this week, I, I mean, I think you got a lot of fans that really do like the Rams. I, I think you got a lot of people that, like me, I mean, they like Stafford and, you know, they, they want to see him do well. And, but there's something about Joe Burrow. It's almost it's almost like a fairy tale. You know what I'm saying? It's it it just seems like he can write his own story. And of course, he come he he said earlier this week they asked him what would have, what would have happened if he stayed uh, at Ohio State, and he said if he would have stayed at the community college in Ohio, he would have ended up as a flipping burgers. I believe is what he said. That's nothing against the people flipping burgers, but. I think we all kind of get and understand where he's going going with that. Of course, Urban Meyer did pick Dwayne Haskins over Joe Burrow. Um, there are a lot of different ways to look at that. But 
of course, Burrow, he went to LSU, and uh, the Ohio boy goes down there to to the pretty deep south, and um, he gets to hang out with the crawfish and do all the stuff he wanted to do. And I, I there's just something that's really likable about Burrow. He's extremely talented. He's uh, he's a winner. I mean, the, the kid exudes confidence. He's the type of guy you want on your team. And I remember somebody, uh, I think it was on Pat McAfee's show, and I can't remember who he was talking to. It may have been him talking about having Peyton Manning. And he said, when you have a guy like that, that you just you believe in, it makes everybody else better. It, it, when you go to work, when you get up and you go into the, in the facility that morning, you feel like, all right, we're going to have a good day. And, and it's partially because of who you got, that dude at quarterback, the most important position in sports. And Joe Burrow is that type of guy that I, I think he helps everybody around him because he is just nothing but uh, confidence and talent, and he's the whole package as far as I'm concerned when it comes to a quarterback. I'd love to have him at quarterback on my team. But I, I want to see how this – I want to see how this story unfolds. I don't have a dog in the fight. I, I, I couldn't care less. You got the Rams that they went out and built this super team. They're, they're showing everybody that you don't have to do it the old school way. You can go out and just get talent. You can win as long as your coaching is good. And, and and I like how they're doing it. They're showing everybody that, you know, you can kind of change the status quo, and, and I like that. Um, but, you, you know, you got the Rams. They got Matthew Stafford, and and they've got all their own little storylines. And, of course, the Bengals, and they're I, – I just got done talking about Joe Burrow and – uh, you know, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, the, the rest of that offense. I think C.J. Uzuma is still – I think he's still injured, right? I know he tore off his leg cast or whatever it was, the uh, the thing around his knee and threw it off in the in front of the crowd. But uh, I think he's still out. But I want to – I, I want to see how this ends. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, if it was up to me, man, I'm down for a shootout. I, I, I don't mind watching – I don't mind watching a 52 to 45 game. That don't bother me at all. I don't have a team, like I said, so um, I, I'm just ready to watch it and see what happens. I do think the Rams win, but I'm ready to see how Joe Burrow writes this next chapter in the story. And no matter what happens next for Joe Burrow, his story's not over with. I mean, this is the second year in the league for this dude. He's got a lot of time, and let's hope to God that Cincinnati drafts an offensive lineman, or maybe like six of them, and hopefully they can work work around him a little bit and 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 help him, you know, so they they can be a better team. But this kid is fun to watch. He's really fun to watch, and I'm excited to see what the next step is. That's all I got to say about Super Bowl. I think the Rams are winning, but we're gonna go to we're gonna go ahead to the uh, the second take right now. My second take is one that's a little bit more serious. Um, of course, most of you by now have heard that uh, Brian Flores has sued the NFL um, uh, for you know racial inequality among head coaches, and it, I mean it just mathematically it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I, I think uh, I think the NFL is a majority at least African American, and um, there's only before. 
Lovey Smith was hired, I think there was only one black head coach, right? So mathematically, it doesn't make sense, right? I, I mean, they're just if you look at the people that are in the NFL and you look at the numbers-wise, I, I think it's like 67% at least, maybe it's 71% are African-American players anyway. So you would think the coaches, they would be somewhere closer – at least a 50-50, and they're not. They're not even they're not even close. Um, it's not the same for general managers either. Uh it's it's general managers and coaches of the NFL uh, are two positions that are predominantly majorly just white. And it just really doesn't make a lot of sense. Um if you're really hiring people with uh, the best pedigree and the guys that are probably the most prepared for the job, it's not always going to be some 34-year-old white dude. And I, and I know that people don't want to turn it into a color thing, but the people that say they don't want to turn it into a color thing are the people that are white. <laughs> I think that the people that bring up this issue and the people that are willing to complain and, and really put their opinion out there. Um, I, I think they're seeing it for what it really is. And, and Brian Flores, I mean, I think, I think there's, there's a, there's a big part of me that really respects what he's doing because he said the other day that he was willing to destroy, I think is what he said, destroy his coaching career. Um, and that's more or less what he did. Now, the Texans didn't hire him. The Texans hired Lovey Smith. And then Brian Flores, and this is one thing that I, I don't really I, – I really do not understand or agree with from Brian Flores' perspective. But after Lovey Smith was hired, Brian Flores said he's happy that the Texans uh, decided to hire a black head coach. Um, but after – a successful meeting, and uh, I mean, he he thought he was going to be hired by the Texans, and he didn't get hired. And now he's mad that he didn't get hired, and he said that it's because he brought this up to the NFL. He brought, he, you know, he's suing the NFL. He, he brought he brought all these issues up, and and now he's saying that's why he didn't get that job. I take issue with that uh, because now, um, I mean, the Texans went out and they got Lovey Smith, who has previous head coaching experience. And so, I mean, so was Brian Flores, but they went out, they got Lovey Smith. The fact that Brian Flores brought all this up, I don't know if it did or didn't affect his ability to get hired. But when your whole stance is, hey, more people of minority should have the opportunity uh, more opportunities in the NFL, and then one of them gets an opportunity. Somebody gets an opportunity in the NFL. You can't, you can't then get mad about it too. And and I I take issue with with Flores saying that, saying that he was willing to destroy his coaching career, and then complaining because he didn't get a job. You can't be willing to destroy your coaching career and then mad that you don't get a job. It's okay to be one or the other. And and I I support the fact that he was willing to go out there and and you know he he 
he stood his ground, and I don't blame him. I mean, the Dolphins absolutely fired him with without cause, as far as I'm concerned. That's ridiculous. The Dolphins, uh, that's a crap organization. Um, they should be ashamed of themselves. Brian Flores, I think, is a really good head coach. I think he's a pretty smart guy as far as a defensive guy. They probably could have used some help on the offensive side. Go out and get somebody that could come in and help to attack of a low in the rest of the offense. That's the reason why they weren't succeeding. And then, you know, of course, Brian Flores brought up the fact that he was paid to lose. And that's, I mean, that's a whole other thing. And, you know, Jimmy Haslam and Hugh Jackson get into it. And Hugh Jackson and Kenny Britt were into it on Twitter. And that's a whole different issue. And we may talk about that one day. Um, but uh, Brian Flores, I respect him. Uh, I think I think he's he's definitely doing what some people don't have the guts to do, and that's standing up for what he believes in. Um, but, but my issue is, you know, if, if you're going to stand up for it and, and that's what you believe in, then you should cherish and you should be happy when what you're fighting for, at least, at least partly you get part of it. Right. I mean, Lovey Smith is African-American and, and he got, he got a job and now you're complaining about that because you wanted that job. I, I'm, I, I don't think I'm really okay with that. Um, but other than that, I mean, I hope I hope Brian Flores gets I hope he gets a lot of people fired because Roger Dale won needs to go. Uh, I, I, it wouldn't bother me if he just go ahead and hit him at the top of the totem pole. Let's go on down. Let's fix the whole thing. It's to me. I mean, it's it's just like baseball or politics. I mean, like everybody in charge has no idea what they're doing or they know exactly what they're doing and they're just doing it their way and it's an awful way of doing it. Um, so hey, maybe we can fix. Uh, I said this earlier, but fix the status quo. Change everything up. Um, but we were just talking about Lovey Smith. That's going to be a third take. Let's get into that one. Right. Okay, now, <clears throat> as far as the Texans, uh, they hired Lovey Smith, who was like 18 and 32 at Illinois. Um, I don't really think that's a good coaching hire. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I just got done talking about one aspect of it, and that's fine. We could talk about that. I, these are two different subjects to me. And the second subject is just how good of a coach he is. And, and if you go 18 and 32, or that may not even be as bad as it really was at, at Illinois, I, I don't know if the NFL is probably the best. Hey, and don't get me wrong. Hey, I remember when Lovey was at, Chicago. I almost said Detroit like an idiot. Um, they're in the same division, not the same team. He was um, he was at Chicago. That was a pretty good team. Um, and, and he, you know, he had. I'm pretty sure he had a winning record, and I think they went to the playoffs a few times. I don't know exactly what his record is. I'm not an encyclopedia, but um, other than that, I mean, after that, he he went to another NFL team. I remember reading it, but I, it's too early in the morning for my brain to function. And then he and then of course he went to Illinois, and he didn't really he didn't really succeed at either spot. Uh, they went out and got um, Martin Winkledale or whatever his name is, Wink Martindale, whatever. I yeah, the guy from Baltimore. They went out and hired him. Um, the Texans, I'm not too, I'm not too worried about. They've still got a lot of issues. They got to figure out what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson and anybody that tells you they do, they, they probably don't. Um, 
But the the Texans, I think now if Lovey Smith can come in there and do what I don't expect him to do and and get everything turned around, then you know, good for them. But I, I just he ain't done it in Illinois, you know, and and I just don't I don't see how that translates to more success in the NFL. Um, but the Jaguars. Now the Jaguars, man. Trent Balky is the GM. I don't know if he's the guy going out and hiring these coaches, but I know a lot of people don't like him, but some of these coaches they've got, they've got some dudes. They just went out and got Mike McCoy yesterday just to be a quarterback coach. Um, another guy's going to come in and help Trevor Lawrence. And, of course, you know, the with Doug Peterson, bringing in Doug Peterson, who I think is a really good coach, Super Bowl winning coach. He won a Super Bowl like less than, what, five years ago, five, six years ago? They went out and got Doug Peterson. Of course, they got McCoy yesterday. They've got some coaches in Jacksonville. Now, they don't have a lot of talent. I mean, you know, I know that ETM was hurt last year. James Robinson was hurt on and off. Of course, Trevor Lawrence is still there. They've got Miles Jack on the defense. There are definitely some talented players on that team, but it's not a full roster. And if they can go on to build a full roster, I think the Jaguars got some good coaches. Um. And and I, I think Peterson is a good coach. I, I I don't you can't be an idiot and win a Super Bowl. Now, I mean, he may have made some bad decisions afterwards, and he may continue to make some a few bad decisions. But it's somewhere up and down the line, somebody's got to give Doug Peterson some respect because not everybody gets to win a Super Bowl. And uh he did it with a backup quarterback. And maybe it was more because of the backup quarterback, but either way, Doug Peterson, he's got a Super Bowl ring. So uh, I I don't like what the Jaguars are doing because I feel like it's good. Of course, I'm a Titans fan. So I don't know. I, I think the Jaguars are going to at least – I know last year because of Urban Meyer, and I don't even think they were really giving themselves a chance. Now I believe they're giving themselves a chance. And plus, you've got the opportunity. Um, I mean, before too long, free agency rolls around, the draft rolls around. You go out and get a few pieces here and there. Who knows? Who knows? Jaguars might mess around and beat somebody. The funny thing is, Colts got Frank Reich still, and, of course, Frank Reich and uh, Doug Peterson. They're old buddies. So, uh it just everybody knows everybody, I guess. Uh, so, it, you know, it, it just looking looking at it quickly, and and I, I try to have an unbiased opinion. I think the Jaguars have really good coaches. I think the Texans do not. Um, we're going to see what happens next year. I feel, I, you know, if you're a Houston fan, I don't feel bad for you. Um, the Astros cheated. <laughs> but, it, you know, watching the Rockets kind of fall apart, the Astros, of course, they they did. They cheated and then lost in the World Series last year, by the way. If you forgot, the Astros lost in the World Series last year. And then the Texans right now, are they are in shambles. I, I mean, it's it was just a few years ago, Deshaun Watson did that little pirouette and broke two tackles and and threw, threw for that first down they go down. And, and I think it was the Bills they beat right then. Uh, they beat the Bills in the playoffs, and I mean that was just a few years ago. And and now they're talking about you know that their draft pick, who they're going to draft, and they're talking about uh, 
what all they can do. So I kind of I kind of feel bad, uh, but uh, we're going to move on to high school sports for uh, the fourth take coming up now. All right, um, we're towards the end of high school basketball season. Uh, of course, uh, we, we've got the playoffs coming up, and I'm excited for it. I, I, I love I love high school basketball season. It's fun to watch. Um, you'll have to excuse me. I keep hearing something in my ear. Um, but uh, – Let's see, Dixon, I think Dixon had like four games scheduled this week, and they wound up, I think one of them got canceled. I, I think they play Henry County Friday. So I'm going to go to the Dixon-Henry uh, County game Friday. Uh, let's see, Creek. they've got some other games too. They play, I think, like two or three of the Clarksville teams, and I don't know which ones it's hard to keep up with. Uh, but then Creekwood, uh, Creekwood's traveling to White House Tuesday. And then, and then I think, let's see, they may be at home later in the week. Monday night, uh, Harpeth versus Cheatham, which was supposed to be last Friday's game. Um, but, uh, that, that is going to be a fun matchup. And I don't know, um, Cheatham's girls, you know, that they're pretty strong and Harpeth, their girls have, they've had a rough season this year, but they're continuing to get better. Uh, that, of course, that game's Monday night. Those boys' games, though, those are those games are wild. Every time those two teams meet, and then Sycamore. Let's see, Sycamore. I think they're the oh, their senior night will be Tuesday night. Sycamore senior night will be Tuesday night, and uh, Bill Clark, the photographer uh, that helps me out in Cheatham, he will be there. Let's see. Oh, we've got of course baseball and softball coming up early March. I think is what we're what I'm thinking for the first game, maybe like March, the week of March 5th, maybe for baseball and softball. So that's, I mean, that's like a month away. Yeah, baseball's right around the corner uh, and softball. Um, wrestling. That was the other one. I knew I was forgetting something. I, I sit here and my brain, it's like, it's doing this, but nothing's really happening. Um, okay. So we've got some wrestling. Of course, the duels were last week. Um, the duels were last week. This week, I talked to Coach Luke Miller at Cheatham County Central uh, the other day, and he said that this weekend, this weekend will be uh, the individual regional tournament, I believe, and then next week will be the individual sectional tournament. And for Cheatham, this may not be the case for all the teams in that area, but I'm pretty sure it is for Harpeth at least. Um, their regional match will be – I want to say at Harpeth this weekend. And then the sectional match for the – this is for individual wrestling. The sectional match will be the following week at Creekwood. So, um, we hey, it's it's getting that time of year. Um, I, I can't wait to see this. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope I've got a few teams that make it to the state tournament. Um, I love going to MTSU for the basketball tournament. That is so much fun. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. Got a lot of sports. Got a lot of sports that are towards their end right now. We've got soccer coming up as well with baseball and softball. I'm missing. I'm missing at least three or four sports, and I know it. 
Um, this is just a really fun time of the year. Uh, so, hey, listen, it don't matter what you're into. If you're a sports fan, there's a sport that is either being played or about to start being played that you like. Check out um, check out the Dixon Post and Chino County Exchange. We're going to have some baseball and softball previews, season previews. Uh, probably going to do that a little bit with some soccer. Soccer, too. I don't know. A little bit of a shorter show this week. No, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Short and sweet. Maybe not Maybe not so sweet. More salty than anything, right? Well, thank you all for listening to Casey's Take. We'll be back next week. Next week, we're going to talk about the winner of the Super Bowl. We're going we're gonna to talk some more about the Super Bowl. But thanks for checking it out. Y'all have a wonderful evening. This has been Casey's Take on Sports. Casey covers high school sports in Cheatham and Dixon County. Follow him on Twitter at CVP51 and online at MainStreetPreps.com. Casey's Take on Sports is a production of Main Street Media. Mm-hmm.